guy. Well, that describes Wayne Persky better than I could, uh, that song. No question. <laughs> I think you'll like that. Oh, yeah. Now, Wayne, we had golf in Saudi Arabia, we had golf in Japan and golf in Spain all around the world. Perhaps a sign of things to come uh, last weekend. Yeah, no doubt. Look, it's fantastic to have, um, you know, that's that was the idea. That was the, the plan for um, Greg's plan to have golf played um in more places around the world and not just in America. So it seems like it's coming together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just the, we'll start with the USPGA uh, event in Japan. I mean, first thing, uh, Wayne, is that a course you've played or an area you know? It's definitely an area I know. It's mm. not a course that I've played, right. but um, very typically Japanese sort of golf course, you know, very dark green and and rough and soft, softish fairways, um, beautiful greens. Um, yeah, very typically J- Japanese. Um, good to see the Americans over there. I would have liked to see a few more of the Japanese guys featured. Yeah, okay. um, kind of a small field, but but you know would have been good if it was half half. Showcase mm. some of the uh, the talent that they have there in Japan. Very emotional, Keegan Bradley with his victory. It was. It's, you know, it's been a while between. Drinks, you know, Keegan tends to be a bit of an emotional guy. You know, he's, he's um, you can see he wears his heart on his sleeve when he plays, but it meant a, it meant a lot to him. Um, I must say, it's kind of um, interesting watching the PGA Tour at the moment. It it, it just feels a little bit depleted. Mm. Um, it, you know, the stars aren't there all of the time, and. Um, you know, it'd be fantastic if these things can come together so that we can have fields that are a little bit stronger. Um, you know, watching... It was good to see Ricky Fowler in the mix. You know, yeah. Ricky has had a really, really tough last couple of years. Um, good to see him in a battle. Um, everyone was rooting for, for Ricky, but Keegan came over the top. I would have liked to have um, thrown one of the superstars um, in amongst that mix to make it a really super event. But, um, yeah, Keegan was pretty happy to get away with that win. It's been a while. It's funny, isn't it? I mean, I couldn't agree more, uh, Wayne, when you're, you know, looking at who's at the top of the leaderboard and then you see Brooks Kepka's name bobbing up in Saudi Arabia. It just reminds you as, as to who is missing. And uh, Kepka's had his trouble with injuries over the last couple of years, but four majors, he was a real force in world golf, wasn't he, and, until his injuries struck. But it looks like he might be back and, uh, well, fit and healthy again. He'll be uh, continue to be a force in the game. Yeah, a fit Brooks Kepka is certainly a force to be reckoned with. Mm. And, you know, you look at that, that live leaderboard a lot of people talking about live being an exhibition tour but seriously the golf is is unbelievably good and you know guys like Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson and um and Cam Smith and you know if if you compare the two fields the uh the live guys are probably you know dominating in terms of field quality so yeah hopefully it can all come together at some stage i think it has to all come together it's it's what everyone's talking about at the moment there's there's two camps there's the the live camp and the pga tour camp i think they can coexist and it would be fantastic for all of us if if that happens wayne uh, yeah the sticking point at the moment is that the guys on the live golf or with the live golf league they want the the world ranking point so they can get themselves into the major events and the World Golf Ranking Committee have said yes, they are taking it under review. Um, however, the decision will probably take 
uh, 12 to 18 months before they can hand that down. So I don't know what they've got to look at. I thought it would be pretty straightforward. You look at the quality of the field and do you accept that they play three rounds or are you going to insist that they play four? Yeah, well, it's it, it is it's hard because they're going to have to change the rules. Like they, they're going to have to change the the criteria that the the world ranking points have. They've already given world ranking points to limited field events and no cut events before, um, but the fifty four hole thing is is completely new. So they'll have to review that. But it has to happen. I mean, you can't have you can't not have Cameron Smith and Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka and and you know all of these guys not playing in majors because their world rankings plummeted. Um, it's just detrimental to to golf. You know, the Masters next year, which I'm hoping to attend, um, oh, really oh. wouldn't be the same without um, without those guys. So, I personally am hoping that um, they stay within the t- world's top fifty so I can watch these guys play. Well, the the, um, the administrators, uh, Jay Monahan in particular, doesn't seem to be lessening his stance, but the players definitely have. Uh, Rory McIlroy uh, wants them to come together. John Rahm said they have to get this sorted before next year's Ryder Cup because he wants to see both the European and the American sides at full strength, he said it, because golf is better for it. So the players wanted to come back together somehow. Well, that's right. I mean, John Rahm put it perfectly when he said the Ryder Cup is Europe versus America, not Europe versus the PGA Tour. So... Mm. You know, the best players have to be the guys that are up the top for, for everyone to benefit from, you know, this, this new resurgence that we've had in golf over the last, you know, 12 to 12 months to two years. You know, we've even seen the, the Australian tour sign a, a big deal with Fox Sports and KO where we'll see 17 Australian tour events on television, um, next year, which, that was the heyday of the Australian PGA Tour was when it was on television. It's the, it's the key marketer for these guys to, to expand. So to see that, um, happen for the Australian Tour is, is huge because we've got some really super players here. Be fantastic to see them get some exposure. And Wayne, just before we get to the collision between the Live Tour and the European Tour, where a Live uh, Tour golfer won, um, just uh, wind back to that uh, trip to Augusta next year. What's uh, what's in the pipeline there? Yeah, so I've always um, said personally that I wouldn't go to Augusta unless I was playing, but I think those days have well and truly passed. <laughs> conceded so. defeat there, Wayne, have you? <laughs> the only, I've conceded defeat. The only way I'm going to get there is um, to go as a spectator. So... Um, we're going to do a boys' trip. My dad, yes. um, myself, and my son Ooh. will make the trip over there, and uh, hopefully hook up with Scotty and uh, and Cam Smith and and Leash and the boys, and and have a great couple of weeks over at Augusta. So looking forward to that. So just tell us about uh, um, your ability to play there, because Adam Scott, as a former champion, is he he automatically gets membership there. Now is he able to invite you for a round? Yes, this is true. So Scotty, being a member, um, has actually promised me that one day he'll take me there for a game and then COVID sort of mm. destroyed that. But uh, it probably won't be this trip, but um, I'll definitely hold him to his word and uh, hopefully get a a hit around um, around Augusta at some stage. Um, he's done it with a, quite a few of his mates before. You know, Daddy Adam's that kind of guy, flew a few blokes that uh, he went to school with um, on his private jet over to the States and took them for a hit around Augusta, which, 
you know, one of those one of those blokes is just a policeman at Mount Isa, so you can imagine what it's like to go from the streets of Mount Isa over to the hallowed turf at Augusta. Um, that's the kind of bloke Scotty is. So, Andrew, yeah, I think I'm hoping green, that'll happen to me one day. The greens are a bit quicker there at uh, Augusta National <laughs> than they are at... Uh, <laughs> the uh, sand greens at Mount Isa. <laughs> Slightly <laughs> different colour. Yes. He might have putted the first one off, do you think, until he, <laughs> yes. he got his uh, sort of weight right. <laughs> yeah, Wow, that's sure. an incredible story. So I take it... Close to the Masters, that would be difficult. Uh, it's outside of Masters time that Scott could take people uh, to play there. Uh, Wayne, is that the case, or he could get them there two weeks before the Masters? Yeah, d- definitely not uh, leading up to it. No, um, the course you. is closed, I think, for about a month before. But interesting about Augusta, it's it's actually only open for about five months of the mm. year. So, you know, a lot of the time it's under snow. The rest of it, then, it's getting ready for... Augusta, so the members only get to play it for sort of four or five months um, of the year. It's a it's a pretty expensive uh, outlay to only play quite a few games of golf. So yeah, that's what it takes to um, hold the Masters every year. It's pretty uh, it's a pretty big effort to get the course ready and and looking as beautiful it does coming out of of spring. In fact, the whole the whole golf course has under has underground heating to yeah, get this golf that. course into the condition it is at the time of year that they play. Wow, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Uh, it is. Yeah. Well, Wayne, when you get over there, just go up to the uh, secretary and say, "Is there a membership form you can fill out? You wouldn't mind joining up and see how you go." <laughs> but uh, the live golfer uh, who won at Valderrama, uh, Wayne, he couldn't get into the forty-eight man field uh, in Saudi Arabia, but uh, sort of people were scratching their head where finally the two worlds collided, and a, and a live golfer won a uh, DP Tour World event. Yeah, almost by default. You know, they, they don't want these guys there. And it was only a matter of time before, um, you know, it happened. Yeah. Um, it just happened to happen when there was a, a live event on at the same time. Adrian Otagui's only played um, three or four of these events and unfortunately slipped out of the field for this one. But he's a mm. serious player. You yeah. know, he's, he's racking up some, some big DP World Tour points. And he dominated the field this week at Valderrama, which is a serious golf course. And uh, to win by six or eight shots is um, is pretty impressive. And sort of fired a shot across the bow of the uh, the DP World Tour guys to say, you know, these guys, it's not exhibition golf. These guys are serious. And he couldn't even get in the field. Mm. Tell you what, that Valderrama, it's a tough course. But there's one hole there. You, you see it on the TV Wayne, it's the 17th, and it's got the, the, the green bank behind the green, and you see those massive big red green mm. uh, red uh, bean bags they have there yeah. on, on the on the slope, and it looks fantastic. You see, play people just you know spending the afternoon there having a few quiet beers overlooking the 17th. It looks absolutely fantastic. It's a serious golf course, you know. It's a, a traditional style golf course. People, you know, that you have to golf your ball uh, around Valderrama to win, so. An interesting one was Jed Morgan finishing thirteenth. Um, I think it's his best finish on the on the Live Tour. Has kind of struggled, but as um, you know, as our Order of Merit winner, um, Greg's given him a start in in every one. So he did battle um, a lot of the year and probably didn't show us the talent that he's he's got. But to to finish thirteenth in the in the last one was um, a great effort, and hopefully that'll keep him in that for next year. But you know, we know that Jed um, won the Australian PGA last year, which gets him full access to the uh, the DP World Tour next year. So it'll be interesting to see which way Jed goes. 
And just a quick one, Wayne. Uh, Paul and I were sort of having trouble getting our mind around the players in shorts, whether we thought it looked a serious golf tournament or not uh, in the live game. You happy with the players in shorts or prefer the long pants? Oh, look, I'm I'm torn. You know, I've always been a long pants man. Um, but look, it, it makes more sense for... It's an athletic game these days and... You know, athletes need to wear what's comfortable, especially in the heat. Um, they look athletic when they're out there. You know, these aren't, um, you know, John Daly style no. golfers. They, they've got pretty good legs, so I'm pretty happy with them wearing shorts when it's super hot. Okay. Always a pleasure, Wayne. Uh, yeah, love the chat. We'll catch up next week. Look forward to it, boys. Have a great week.